Turn my headphones up. Louder. Yo, howdy, how's it going? Sorry about last week, but we're here again for another lovely What You Need episode. Um, Last week, uh, the line just kept moving. All the COVID cases, Cam getting COVID. Uh, I was recording right when that happened. I ended up just stopping. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Because <laughs> all the lines kept changing. So I, I recorded like twice. And then that news broke again. I was like, all right, the lines are going to change again. So what we're just going to do this week is just gonna, we're going to do no lines straight up. Um, So I'm going to be also be betting uh on just money lines this week, uh, possibly even next week as well. Uh, So let's get it going, shall we? All right. So we're going to go with the. Uh, so, I mean, last week, obviously, we had. A lot of injuries again. We had Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler out. Um, let's see what else. Um, Bill O'Brien got fired. I mean, obviously, I mean, anybody who listens to this podcast kind of already assumed that that was going to happen already kind of deal. And, you know, this guy's been a wash. I mean, for crying out loud, their own four, their first round and their second round pick this year belongs to the Miami Dolphins and their own four. Uh, granted, um, to defend on the other side, uh, 0-3, when they were 0-3, no one had it harder than Houston. I think they played, uh, what was it, Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh? Yeah, like, no one's playing You, no one's playing a tougher three-game stretch than than, than the Texans those, those first three weeks. So, I mean, it's only going up from there. I don't know if that was just a little bit of, like, a peak and value kind of deal. I don't, I don't necessarily know. Like, that was, I mean, granted, we all kind of saw it early. I mean, all kind of saw it coming, but that, that was a little too early for me, in my in my uh, opinion. Um, Tom Brady had a Tom Brady like game. I see why y'all kind of fuck with the guy, you know, because like it didn't happen to the Jets this time. So I was like, oh, like this is this is fun to watch, kind of deal. So I I, I get it now. I mean, I don't think I really need to talk about my Jets to be quite honest. Obviously, we're probably gonna go zero sixteen. Um, honestly, you know, we'll do that real quick. We'll do the real, the. The 0 and 16, 16 and 0. So I think the Jets are a shoe in for 0 and 16, and the Chiefs might be 16 and 0. So the Jets obviously won. I mean, from the from the gate, we, we were going to have a difficult schedule, and it ended up being easy on the on the front end because the Niners got hurt mid game, still couldn't pull it out, and then we played Denver on Thursday night with a third string quarterback, still can't get a W. I mean, I already knew that was coming, but like for crying out loud, we, I mean. We have our owner defend. So the reason why our owner calls or like the quote of the offensive genius, I'll help you guys out on this. Like why would the owner say he's an offensive genius kind of deal? So he kind of got put in a pickle. So I kind of feel for Chris Johnson in this, in this regard, because with Chris, um, pretty much what happened was, is that, uh, with COVID, that's right. Uh, COVID delayed, uh, most of the uh, um, owners opening press conferences and especially New York at that time was super tight knit. So uh, they ended up delaying their opening, uh, their opening, his opening press conference where like, obviously you're going to say you think the team is going to win, blah, blah, blah. Like every team, every GM, every owner says that. So he kind of had like the same 
thing after week one, even though we lost to the Bills. You know what I'm saying? So it was, and though it was an embarrassing loss, we actually could have won that game, which is crazy to think of because the Bills are 4-0 right now. And we were actually like in that game for whatever weird reason. So, um, yeah, I just, we just need a new direction. We need a, we need a new head coach. The fact that they've came out after Thursday and said that they aren't going to fire their head coach. I don't know if it's like a, we're just going to bring you along for the misery kind of ride or what the fuck it is. But I mean, honestly, it's just, it's embarrassing, but at the same time, hey, listen, it, it might guarantee us number one. So um, whether he gets fired, whether I, he, he would have gotten fired rather on, on Friday or, you know, week 11 after the bye, you know, it's I, I, I'm not the biggest. Uh, I'm not the big. I don't think it's going to be making a, a big difference. And I'm not the biggest fan of uh, him getting fired later. It should have happened a lot, a lot sooner. Um, What's what else? Oh, yeah, Chiefs 16-0. That's where I was going next. All right, so Chiefs 16-0, I mean, to be quite honest, uh, I don't really they, – they've had already, you know, their their sleeper game where the, 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 the other team catches up quick with the, with the Chargers and they end up winning in overtime. And with, with the Chiefs, man, you literally have to play four perfect quarters in order to beat the Chiefs. And, like, you just don't see that. That's why they won the Super Bowl last year. That's why they were so uh, – they're so tough to beat right now. Like, even – even when they're not in sync, they're still able to find a way to score points. Like, I think I think a lot of people thought they played terrible on Monday night against the Patriots, and they scored twenty six points. Like, it just doesn't matter with that team. They just have a lot of weapons. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I don't think has scored a touchdown, which is ridiculous. That's a first round pick, you know. So, way too many weapons. Way too many weapons. Um, and then you go into the Chiefs' schedule. Hold on. And I mean, really, there's just not a lot of of tough games left on the left on it for Kansas City, you know. They've already played the Ravens. That Ravens game was was was. I mean, luckily enough, I mean, like they kind of lucked out with with a Camless Patriots. I definitely think that would have been who I would think that would have been a way different game, especially uh, with the Chiefs having to get a little taste of their own medicine with like a good quarterback who can also run. So though he doesn't have the same kind of arm talent, so to speak, but man, that would have been interesting. Like next week they play the, I mean, they play the Raiders, they play the, the Bills, they play the Broncos, they play uh, the us, and then they play the Panthers. I mean, like a lot of cakewalks, the, their toughest game is right now looking to be Tampa or New Orleans. So I honestly think they can possibly go 16 and no, sure. The Tom Brady Duke out would be nice and it'd be beautiful, but man, the Chiefs very well could go 16-0, and the Jets definitely look like a shoe-in for the number one overall pick this year. Um, that being said, let's get into this week's games. I'm over-talking about last week. I'm just super depressed about Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb because they're both my RB1s and RB2s in fantasy. So if you want to feel like you had a bad day, I definitely had a worse weekend. Oh, I also traded Kareem Hunt in the same league that had Nick Chubb. I got him for Julio Jones. So I was like, oh, great, great value. Got hurt Monday night. So, yeah, if you've had a bad weekend, think again. All right, let's get it to it. Um, Buccaneers at Bears? Is it at Bears? At the Bears. Okay, so, and this is Thursday night. Um, I actually like Tampa. I think uh, they're going to start getting onto a little bit of a roll here. I mean, I know that we, we, we don't necessarily know what's the deal with uh, Chris Godwin right now. Probably might be out another week, quite honestly. Hopefully not. Um, 
Mike Evans played a decent game, but was hobbling on the field the whole time. Still was able to put a decent performance up, and he knew that that the team needed him uh, that week, and he ended up pulling one out for them. Uh, Scotty Miller looked pretty good. Him and Tom Cena have a little bit of connection. I'm, I'm curious to see if they end up running some more uh, four wide sets um, once everybody's together, because him and Scotty they seem to have a little bit of, of, of a connection also. So be on the lookout for that. That'd be a uh, That'd be kind of interesting. So I, I've got Tampa handedly at this game. Uh, oh, and pff, he's playing Nick Foles. I think I believe this is the first time he's played Nick Foles since the Super Bowl. So you know, you know Tom Brady and chips on shoulders. You know how that goes. Um, next, we're going with the uh, Bills and Titans. Um, so I mean, obviously, I mean, here we go with this COVID shit again. I mean, I I think I think the season very well could be over. I mean, if the Titans have to reschedule, they've already rescheduled a game last week. I actually buried that lead with when I was talking about last week, so I'm glad that it just popped right back up after game one. But the Titans literally just got tested positive. A Raiders player got tested positive, and Stephon Gilmore has been tested positive. So, I mean, like, this is going to be tough. I don't really know if we're going to be, like, obviously one-by-one one player is going to be, like, not going to be able to play, but if a whole team or multiple players get it. I mean, it's going to be tough. And the Titans have already rescheduled once. So it's not like they can have two bye weeks. So hopefully they're able to get it together because, man, it could uh, it could be rough. I'm going to go with uh, with the Titans. Oh, so the Titans haven't played in a while. So I'm curious to see if they even play. They haven't had, you know, necessarily, you know, any practice or much preparation because they've, Thought they were having to play the Steelers and end up having a bye week. So it's like, hmm, it's interesting. Plus, they have they weren't at their facilities the whole week last week. So it's tough. Even though I, I think the Bills are, since we are at the Bills right now, I think the Bills are the biggest fraud for no team, hands down. I Obviously, Sean McDermott is definitely a candidate for coach of the year. But their defense is good. I just don't think when it comes to... Their offense really needing to put some points up. It's going to happen. I mean, that t- that touchdown uh, to put them uh, over against the Rams was literally on a baby back bullshit pass interference call. And that ball was, I mean, like, it was a preschool throw ball. I mean, like, someone someone easily could have picked that off. I'm surprised it, it, it wasn't, you know. You, you go back and you look at that ball to, to Knox, I believe, the tight end was. It, it's not a great ball. Uh, so when they play some quality defenses, I, I, I do think that's going to happen. And I mean, Derrick Henry is definitely the running back that can punch this, uh, defense in the mouth. So I, um, I might have to go with the Texans here. So yeah, that's what I'm rolling with. Uh, Jags, Texans. Ah, man. I mean, as much as I want the Jags to win here, uh, the Texans have been angry all week. It's going to be their first week without Bill O'Brien. I think Watson is just going to have his Watson show and make it rain. So I, 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 it's probably going to be close because, I, I mean, James Robinson has been playing fantastic for the Jags. You see why they cut Leonard Fournette. Like, geez. So, it's such a great running back. Um, and it seems to be seems to look like uh, Chark is uh, back healthy again. And I don't know. Even though I, I, I like a lot of pieces in this Jags offense, I'm going to have to go with Watson and the Texans. They're, it's going to happen, you know. Uh, just finding out that Mikai Becton is uh, not playing this week, so typical. Anyways, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, so I've got the Texans that game out right. Um, no lines this week, no lines, which kind of sucks because I kind of like playing with the lines a little bit. Um, Bengals at Ravens. I mean, I don't even think this is a question, even though I love Joe Burrow. I think he's been easily hands down rookie of the year. I mean, 
it sucks to see like I know like <laughs> I know certain franchise feel me on this. It's like it sucks to like believe in your quarterback and then all of a sudden see Joe Burrow and you're like, fuck. Like he he's been doing that. Like so it, it sucks. It sucks to see that sometimes. So that's why I'm like kind of over it. And if Lawrence is going to be available at one, at, at one, why not? I'm okay with it. Um, Yeah, so Ravens, handedly, not even in question. Their defense is way too good this year. You know, the Ravens are one of the few teams, I guess the Chiefs also because they, they, they took a layer. But the Ravens are one of the few teams that were a good team and got better. They got they got more pieces. They got Calais. They got uh, Derek Wolf, I believe. And... Uh, they were able to make some some bigger pieces. Marlon Humphrey is stepping up, and and you're you're starting to see that that defense look better. Um, so I I definitely give uh, some credit to uh, the Ravens, and I mean Devin Duvernay, even though he's a rookie, he he's been getting sprinkled in on the offense. I'm a big fan of his. So uh, they got J.K. Dobbins as another guy to run in, in, into that uh that multi back system. So I think they definitely got better, and uh, that's definitely an easy game for them. Uh, Panthers at Falcons. Um, I'm gonna say that the the the, the Falcons actually um, get their first win here. Uh, their offense is is really high volume. Even even though, don't get me wrong, the Panthers can definitely score as much. And this is this game is going to be a shootout. Like I am not messing with this line. I'm not messing with this game betting wise because it's such a shootout. Uh, you've got receivers like DJ Moore and Robbie on the other side. I mean, and but then you've got you know. Possibly we'll see on the report because I don't really know right now for Julio Jones um, and then Calvin Ridley, you know, and then that offense was still able to, you know, figure out a way to score points in the fourth. Um, so against Green Bay. So I think uh, the Falcons are going to uh, end up figuring it out this week in a shootout against the Panthers. Raiders at Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs 16 and 0. Do I need to say more? Really? You know, uh that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm really not going anywhere more on that. Cardinals at Jets. Yeah, here's another not going anywhere more on this. I mean, uh, the Jets, you know, we're losing this one for sure. Uh, the Cardinals have been a little bit surprising because I thought they were really going to be some red hot team and they lost two in a row now. So I'm curious to see um, how they do the, these next couple of weeks, though. I do believe um, the last pot I said I, uh, that they could possibly be in uh Leading the NFC uh, or their division, um, I think, uh, or the West. There it goes, NFC West. I I'm gonna say that they can they can easily split. I don't know if they'll win the West. We'll see how that goes. Cause I thought there were gonna be some red hot team that would be able to to get a, a couple games record wise ahead of Seattle. Um, next. Yeah, but they they're gonna smoke us. Jets 0 and 16. Um, Eagles at Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are definitely winning this one. The Eagles have been decimated again. I cannot believe the Eagles haven't traded for a receiver, man. They just don't care. The Eagles just literally like give a rat's ass about receivers. They don't care. Like they'll pick up me and you off the street. Tell us a couple route combinations. Doug Peterson's going to hand us a Super Bowl ring in a couple years. Like that's just it. Like it's crazy. They do not care. Um, even though the Steelers defense is nothing to, to joke around with, even though they had a bye week and I know they were, I know the thing about, about Tomlin's team is he always makes sure that they're prepared. So they're still, I'm sure super locked in. Um, so I'm going to go with the Steelers. So I'm actually going to go with both, uh, COVID bye week teams, uh, winning this week. I might have to put a parlay on that. That might be, uh, wonder what the odds are on that later. All right, let's see. But yeah, I, I definitely got the Steelers. That defense, is uh too legit. 
Uh, excuse me. I'm going with uh, let's do the Rams at football team. <laughs> LOL. I can't. That uh, it just sounds weird. Still, Rams at football team. Uh, Kyle Allen will be actually the starting QB for this game, which I think is interesting. And I mean, this, it kind of proves Ron Rivera kind of like feels me on the same point. Like it goes to prove like, hey, like this team has a lot of talent, and this team can win and possibly win the division. You know, Haskins. His play hasn't necessarily been consistent enough to get that done. So I'm curious to see um, if he can, if Allen can get some things done with, with McLaurin and, you know, maybe, you know, get this offense going. But that's interesting that they end up uh, benching Haskins pretty soon here. Um, but Ron Rivera believes that this team can win. So um, he's going to play Kyle Allen. So I'm curious to see how that goes. But, I mean, Chase Young seems to be uh, not at practice yet. Um, I'm curious to see what the report ends up being on Thursday. But um, Jared Goff with the Rams. I think Jared Goff still has a a tiny case for the MVP. Still got fucked by the Bills on that P.I. call. Would have been a great comeback win for him. Um, The Rams really aren't much without without Jared Goff. And I think that uh, teams will notice that once they start winning games. Like, it's it's just going to be all him and... You know, a couple of great receiver plays or, you know, McVay dialing it up as usual, you know. All right, here's another one. We got Dolphins at 49ers. Um, Right now, I don't necessarily know about Jimmy Garoppolo. With that being said, it's not going to be Nick Mullins. It'll be CJ Bathard, which is, you know, he actually looked kind of good towards the end of that game and uh, that end of that Phillies game. And I think even though uh, the Niners are the Easily, I've, I've said this year in and year out on this podcast. The Niners are one of the best coach, well-coached teams in the world. And, like, other than Belichick, it's probably the Niners. So, like, though I, I, I think they'll make it competitive and they'll be interesting. I think Miami might be able to get their first one here. I think we might be able to get a, a, a red-hot Fitzpatrick. Might get a couple TDs, like three or four. And, you know, really make an impact. Other than that, I mean... This Niners defense is also like really decimated. They ha- it's depth, it's got deep, but it's been it's been in it's been injured like like a great deal. Like they've trade and they traded to Forrest Buckner before the season started. So like they they've dealt with you know their losses on defense. Richard Sherman now Bosa like though it's a deep defense, they're uh, definitely uh, feeling it. Fred Warner's still there, but like hey, listen, it, it's still uh. It's still definitely a tough one. So I might have to go with the Dolphins. I think I'm going with the Dolphins, guys. Yeah, I think I'm going with the Finns on their first win of the season against the Niners. Um, Yeah, Cowboys at Giants. I mean, for crying out loud, this is like a bad one. Um, If the, the, if the Cowboys can't figure it out this week, man, panic button. My God. I mean, they've been they've been kind of barely winning games slash blowing leads. So, I mean, you really don't know with this team. Uh, yeah, you just you just don't know what this team they're they're literally one and three they're literally one and three I just I, I I don't know I mean the Giants I I I think Daniel Jones might be a little something but at the same time Joe Judge is is trying to do his best with this team in this roster right now um you can see that they're they're being decently well coached and uh it's been it's it's showing but at the same time the talent on the roster just necessarily isn't there so. I'm going to go with the Cowboys here just because they just have a better offense, and I would just going to assume that they wouldn't bleed, uh, blow this lead. bleed, <laughs> Just wouldn't blow this lead this time. So I'm going with the Cowboys. All righty, let's see. We're going with uh, Broncos at Pats. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously the Broncos are definitely one of the bottom teams as well. I mean, regardless who's probably going to be the quarterback for the Patriots, whether it be Stidham or Hoyer or whoever the case may be, the Patriots will be able to find a, or Patriots will find a way to win that game for sure. Um, so I've got them handedly. That's not even them. Like the Broncos very well are probably. I mean, unless unless Drew Lock gets back very quickly, the Broncos could very well be a top a bottom five team draft wise. Lock could definitely get them uh, some wins, but they could definitely be a bottom five team um, come draft time. Colts versus the Browns. This is a, a good game. I like this game a lot. Um, even though Nick Chubb is out, I did like, um, I can't remember the other running back's name besides Kareem Hunt, but I actually like the third running the third running back's name uh, a lot. So if they're going to still run a two running back system, I'm fine with it. Um, the Colts are another, you know, team with a lot of wins that I'm very low on. They have a good defense. They do, and that's probably a reason why they, they, they definitely won games. But, I mean, uh, you know, they've played, even though they lost to the Jags, they played the Jags and the Jets. So they haven't really had, you know, the best, you know, the toughest schedule. So I'm going to go with the Browns here. I think the Browns and Stefanski are able to stack on another win, and they get it going. Plus, I think Stefanski, by the way, Big coach, uh, head coach of the year candidate. Him, McDermott, and uh, who's the other guy I was thinking about? Yeah, I think it was him and McDermott. Yeah, I think that's what who was. Yeah, okay, yeah, him and Sean McDermott. Yep. Um, Vikings at Seattle. I mean, the Vikings seem like a shit show, and they seem like this is this seems like the biggest mismatch of the week for sure. So I think I'm going to go Seattle money line. Uh, easy on this one. I mean, DK Metcalf. Goes crazy. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a three-touchdown game the other week. So, I mean, Russell Wilson is literally playing at an MVP caliber. Um, a lot of people are thinking he's the MVP. I definitely think he, he he definitely could be. It's all about it's all about who plays great the last couple of weeks because we always see this happen. You know, R- Russell Wilson is always a name early, but we never, we never show him love late. So, I'm just going to root for him towards the end, and hopefully he can, uh, you know, maybe prove himself that. Uh yeah, I mean that defense for Seattle is, is ooh eek reek, not not good at all. And I mean Jamal Adams, though they trade two first round picks, it's hurt week four, so don't necessarily know the timetable on the return there for that. But that's a that's a tough break for them. Uh, last one Monday nighter. I like this game a lot. Chargers at Saints. I'm pretty sure Herbert will be starting. I don't know if if, if Tyrod's even good enough to play right now or healthy enough to play. So. Yeah, I, I think I think this is going to be a nice, juicy game. I, I'm curious to see if Michael Thomas plays. I don't even know the regards to that either. Like, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I I actually like the Saints in this game. I think that uh, them being down 14-0 against the Lions actually woke that team up. Believe it or not, and I think they're now rattled enough to realize like, oh, like. We just need to figure it out, game in and game out. Even though Michael Thomas or Drew might not necessarily have the arm talent, we need to like step it up week in and week out. Because this is this is more likely the the last hurrah. I mean, we thought we thought it was last year, and we thought he had plenty of years. So that's when we we're like, oh, this is like a no brainer for him to come back. And we see this year, and we we're like, oh wow, does he? Did he have three more years when he initially wanted to retire last year? So. Uh, it's it's interesting to see this whole this whole thing play out now. Um, 
But yeah, I like I like the Saints even without Michael Thomas. I think Alvin Kamara has been killing it. Uh, Latavius Murray had a good game last week also. So I definitely think Drew and the Saints uh, end up figuring it out. So that's definitely that's definitely where I'm going with there. So my locks of the week, because um, obviously you know the 0 and 16 and the 16 and 0 is boring. You can't you can't go there. You know what I'm saying. Um, even though I, I, I do see myself parlaying those two teams, um, I'm going to go with the Browns, the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns and the Seahawks, and I'll take the two, six, the, my picks for 16 and 0 and 0 and 16. That's where I'll go. Uh, dang, that sucks. I just got word that Julio Jones didn't practice, so he's probably out for like this week. Um, so with that being said, I don't know what Falcons game did I pick. Yeah, I mean, Dang, Julio Jones is probably going to be out this week. All right, I'm switching my game to the Panthers. All right, so my my three locks. Sorry on the last minute change, but hey, it is what it is. I just found out that Julio Jones didn't practice today, and I, I don't think he's going to practice for the rest of the week. Um, so I'm going Seahawks, Browns, and Panthers. That's it. Those are my three locks. Leave your questions, comments, concerns. Shoot me some texts. Screenshot if you were listening this far. Post it on your show, your story. Show me some love. Love you guys. Till next time. I gotta go. Later.